0: So I'm gonna do a book two analysis of *Child Harold* by Baron von Byron. So what I think this book is about is the Byronic hero, which is a autobiographical character placed in a poem. So he's half fictitious, half real. And this Byronic hero is gonna go out on adventure. He's gonna set out into the French revolution and he's going to fight for freedom. And this character is gonna meditate on North Africa, how North Africa was more liberal in its allowances with speech than was Europe as at the time, and Byron is thinking, well, it's probably going to overtake Europe because it seems better, one god overplacing another. And then Byron is saying that he wishes he were Poet Laureate because Robert Southey got Poet Laureate. And Child Harold is contemplating what he would do with Poet Laureate. He would go and conquer the world. Then, of course, he's fighting in the French Revolution. He wants to be Poet Laureate. He's meditating on North Africa. And really, the poem seems to be a diatribe against Robert Southey. So let's get into this. Tradition here. The poets were very much into a kind of rap battle sort of thing. One poet would have a quarrel with another, and this is no new thing. We, now we have Tupac and Biggie. Back then we had Byron and Southey. Byron is the first one to show the salvo. He writes a poem in Child Harold saying how Robert Southey was kind of, well, let's just put this way he was saying he was an inferior poet because Byron wanted to be poet laureate. So Child Harold's Pilgrimage is a Byronic hero, a kind of half Byron, half half-fictitious person. But Byron is also making himself into a sort of synesthesia with Robert Southey. Byron is commenting on Robert Southie. Byron is throwing salvos at Robert Southie throughout the whole poem. He's really conflating Robert Southie, Byron, and some fictitious man's life, Child Harold. They're conflating the three to create this hero, this character that's kind of meditating on the whole meaning of what the French Revolution is, which is to bring liberal democracy to Europe. And of course, Byron was on the French side, South was on the British side and this was a contention of Byron that Southie was like a turncoat and he wanted to lampoon Southie but I think Southie was just upset about Bonaparte cause I think the poets all saw the, recognize the persuasion of freedom of speech but I think Southie was like drawn back from the French Revolution because of Napoleon versus Byron who was really for Napoleon and a lot of men of letters were they wanted Napoleon to win because it would mean freedom for the whole continent. At least they thought. I mean, chances are Napoleon, who knows, right? But then you would have had the next successor. Who knows what he would have done. It was probably best that the French Revolution went the way it did, because that did, in effect, bring democracy to all of Europe. But Byron is against Southie, and then Southie salvos back in his preface to uh, A Vision of Judgment. He salvos back and says, Byron wrote a satanic school of poetry. Okay, and this is a whole part of his book, diatribing Byron's work, saying, you know, he's. He's a sinner, no one should buy his books, and this was before I bought it. I didn't know he wrote that, but I didn't know who Byron was when I bought the book. I had just bought the book. So Southie was salvoing Byron, and then Byron fires back with a satirical poem, Vision of Judgment, his own version of it, which you know didn't make it into this book, so I don't think it was really that good. And if you really want to be honest, the better poet of the two was Byron. I have Southie on my computer, and I had thought Byron was a better poet because I had read Southie's Joan of Arc, a couple lines of it, and I didn't really like it, but the poems I'm reading of Robert Southey are a much significant quality, because they're a little bit easier to read. But Byron is very much one of our greats, because what he's meditating on is the meaning of the French War for Independence. He's ruminating on this liberal and this like esoteric idea of liberty. At the time, they didn't quite understand it, and Byron wanted it. And he's like, if I had Poet Laureate, I would bring justice to everybody, which is kind of strange, because I don't really think anybody can really bring justice. I think that's something that a whole society has to move toward. Because I think in order for you to have a liberal country, a liberal democracy, you have to understand what liberal means. Liberal means free. It means freedom. This is why the Bible might say the liberal shall no longer be called liberal. Because when the Bible says this, the speaker is speaking particularly of, well, liberal as in able to accept anything. But in our modern times, it's very likely to be applied to a liberal in the day of Byron was someone who was for freedom. A liberal today is someone who's almost trying to restrict those freedoms in order to push back against the system that they don't like. And to be honest with you, the system's not the problem. It's the people in the system not allowing the right and proper avenues for people to gain success, which is what was happening under Byron's day too, of course. People weren't receiving the proper amount of sustenance. They needed from their work Because it wasn't a free society And so Byron being on the French side Is trying to fight a war To bring independence to the country The whole of Europe And he likes North Africa There's among other things too Because the story is of course About the main character The protagonist going on this war And then getting kind of jaded The character is jaded He's without feeling Further along he gets married Then he gets divorced I don't know if Byron is making light of his situation or maybe Byron is drawing sympathy to the situation at hand. The idea here is that the character in the poem is incredibly, incredibly jaded and drawn back and withdrawn and he's completely wrapped up in his ideals and there's only one person he loves. So it might be trying to even justify one of Byron's little snafus this is what he made him famous, unfortunately. And this snafu was him having a relation with his half sister we're gonna have to put that in there and the reason why he might have been trying to justify this was because he's like I had no love except this and it's like that it doesn't still doesn't make an excuse for it but you need to understand that this is the picture of a sinner the child Harold's pilgrimage is a picture of a sinner it's the picture of a man who's drawn back drawn because of his ideals he doesn't quite know what he's doing he's very very much involved in a movement because he got wrapped up in a mass movement he got swept swept off his feet and went with thousands and thousands of other people through Europe to bring independence to the continent, which is interesting in its own right. He's not cognizant of these facts either. He's more along the lines of just completely accepting the fact he got swept up in the movement because he's all for it. And of course, Southie is not. And he's salvoing Southie saying, if I was in your position, I'd bring independence to the whole of Europe.